0: Penalty. This is the time of year when the Major League Baseball season has ended and Major League American Football is in high gear. Great rabbis, philosophers, pundits, and comedians have all weighed in on why we are so attracted to these sports and why we root for our favorite team. Do we know the players or the team owners? Could these players care less about us? Don't these players switch teams all the time? If we are not rooting for players, owners, or the city in which the team plays, in the end are we not just rooting for uniforms, i.e. laundry? Some have suggested that deep down we want to feel loyal to our home town, that we need hero images who can do things that we cannot accomplish, or that sports takes our mind off the daily grinds that we live through. These reasons may all be valid, yet seem insufficient to explain why great rabbis Learned, God-fearing men are also included in the millions of avid sports fans the world over. My own father and the other Shomer Shabbos Shoah refugees, among them Tamir Chachamim, in St. Louis, all all used to love watching wrestling at the chase every Saturday night when I was growing up. Daddy claimed, quote, I know wrestling is fixed, but I enjoy seeing one guy kill another, end quote. After witnessing Goyim persecute, torture, and kill Jews for most of his life, I can grant him that sentiment. But for why sports offer such an attraction to the masses, I have no better explanation than those who came before me had. Still, as long as we are watching, both baseball and football offer some lessons in ethics and human behavior that jibe well with Torah ethics. Baseball teaches us that you needn't be perfect to be successful. A batter who hits safely 30% of the time is considered top tier. A pitcher who allows runs to be scored off him and loses 40% of the time is considered a success. And there is much to learn from the non-athletic part of the games. Cursing the umpire in baseball will yield a penalty of a financial fine and an ejection from the game similar to hockey's game misconduct, but not involving any fists or physical contact. And the same is true in football. Watch your language and your tone. Last week, one of the football Cardinals players was penalized for unsportsmanlike conduct, taunting. After successfully tackling an opposing player, the guilty Cardinal taunted the opposition. This does not require punching, hitting, or in any way touching him. Words alone can kill, as King Solomon taught us, death and life are in the hand of the tongue. Insulting, jeering, mocking, or otherwise embarrassing carry with them a 15-yard penalty in American football. Unfortunately, when most of the world's countries taunt Israel, when our Knesset sessions are replete with taunting one another, and when even religious Jews taunt one another, there is no 15-yard penalty. No worries, God is tracking all this and will no doubt repay all the provokers in kind. Still, it would be nice to see those that sarcastically reproach others learn a lesson or two in decency and proper human conduct. Perhaps they should be required to watch a football game and see players penalized for the same conduct that they themselves display. Chodesh Tov shalom.